this is Peter, and you're listening to the Night Party Podcast. I hope you enjoy it, because I don't. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Night Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. <clears throat> Excuse me. Feeling a little bit under the weather today, but that's all right, because here to pick up some of the slack, I have my part-time co-host, Tony S. Morgan, everybody. Hey, what's up, everybody? Now, I would just want to let this be known. He had nothing to do with the Fallout episode, so if any Fallout comes, <laughs> you send your hate mail to me. And that's knifepartypod at yahoo.com because I keep it old school. Just saying, trying to get him, trying to keep him out of trouble, you know? I appreciate that. As we always say on the show, be kind, rewind, don't cancel me, bro. <laughs> right? We're trying to spread peace out there. Um, yeah. So anyway, good to have you back on. And uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, I was thinking about this. Um, we haven't done a Freddy movie, and we were talking about it uh, last fortnight about... You know, it's been over 50 hours and or 50 episodes, well, more than 50 hours, and we, <laughs> we still haven't touched on Fred Krueger, who is arguably one of my favorite slasher villains. Not necessarily my favorite slasher movies, because sometimes the movies are kind of like, you want to see more Freddy, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would put him definitely top three. I'd put him under Michael and just above Jason. I agree with that, yeah. You know, because, you know, the Jason movies are, there's a few, of, there's like about two or three of them that I really like. And the ones I really like about them, only one of them is really serious. And that's number two. The other ones I like are like Jason X, which is fucking <laughs> a phenomenal movie, right? But it is, uh, it's not that, you know, it's, it's not like scary. Um, no, it's, it's uh, definitely more comical. Where the Freddy movies always go in aughts, right? So one is great, three is great, five is great, mm -hmm, seven is mm -hmm. great, and eight is great. Eight being Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. And seven being um, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Which is also fabulous. Uh, did you know that only three movies are canon according to Wes Craven? Really? One, three, and New Nightmare. He says all the other ones are, are just bad dreams. Oh, okay. Which I think is hilarious. I mean, you've, you, you've, all right, first off, hold on. Let's talk about what movie we're doing. We are doing <laughs> Dream Warriors. <laughs> Dude, how badass is this song, though? <laughs> I mean, Dawkin. I, I love that era of songs for movies yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I think the last time that was done was Go Ninja Go for by Vanilla Ice. Uh, you might be right on that one. Because yeah. I don't remember. Oh, no, The Addams Family. Oh, that was a little bit before The Addams Family. Yeah, remember? yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. It's enough of that for now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't blow our load here. <laughs> um, so we're doing The Dream Warriors. Uh, this is the movie that got me in to Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. I saw it, I think 91 or 92, and it was on, um, 
shit, I think my stepbrother rented it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought the concept of they're not defenseless, that they can actually fight back with their kind of like persona. I thought that was really cool. I, I did like the fact that, yeah, they had like dream abilities that yeah. they had to discover. Yeah, like the kid in the wheelchair, like he I was actually up to stand. He was D&D nerd, so he gets uh He becomes a, a master wizard. Exactly. So I really thought that was pretty cool. Um, now- uh, and and everyone else too. All all the characters in here are pretty flushed out. There's not. It's not just random. Like oh, uh, Susie died. You know. They, it's it, they they give you a bit of backstory on everybody. So it makes really. you care about them. Mm-hmm. Also, I really like the fact that this takes place in an asylum. So it makes it kind of even creepier. Like they're stuck. You yeah. Know? Kind of like a Sarah Connor in Terminator Two, where she's fucked. She's trapped. You know. <laughs> so we have to see her escape. And uh, these are just kids and they have no Terminator to save them. So they can't escape. You know, they're stuck and they're eventually going to go to sleep. And uh, plus they're all troubled kids anyway. Yeah. And it kind of adds to uh, that. And also this is the first movie that introduces Hypnosil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because remember, um, Nat, Nat, we'll get into the, the back and forth of the movie, but, or sorry, front to back. But yeah, Hypnosil will later be used in I. I want to say it's in number five, mm-hmm. um, or and I know for a fact that it's it's in Freddy vs. Jason. It is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Remember, I'll handle this bitch <laughs> when the kids got it. It's a fucking great scene. Okay, so let's get into it. I have some fun facts on this movie. Ooh, fun facts. Everyone loves fun facts, right? Okay, so uh, first, let's see. <laughs> hey, I'm He's, looking. Uh, searching on a 1978 computer here. So number two was not canon whatsoever. Uh, number two, by the way, is admittedly by the director, the gayest movie ever written and uh, made. No. Yes, it is about, uh, he even said it because he was dealing with his own sexuality. It's about coming out. Okay. So, and uh, obviously Freddie is um, alive. And in mm-hmm. the real world in this movie, and it's absolutely terrible, the greatest thing about it is its um, poster. The movie poster is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, and I wanted to talk about that. Did you ever notice that all the Friday thir- ter- 13th uh, movies, the ones that are illustrated posters, one, two, and three, mm-hmm. are fucking fabulous? Yeah. And I mean, they give Star Wars, may the fourth be with you, a run for its money on how good the art is in those ones. And even later on, they had pretty cool posters like uh, Night- um, Res Kramer's New Nightmare has a great movie. That one's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but then like, you know, The Dream Child's pretty cheesy. And you know, <laughs> I haven't seen those movies in forever, but I got the best deal ever. Uh, I got all eight movies on DVD for $17. That's pretty dope. Was, yeah, from Amazon. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there, but it's called The Nightmare Collection. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're one of the ones like me that still has more than one, D- I have a DVD player in every room. But uh, <laughs> it's not odd. Uh, uh, if, if you still have a DVD player, I would jump on that because I think there was only a few left. So Okay. And um, yeah, so yeah, this is a direct sequel to number one. Number two is not canon whatsoever. And it's also the return of Nancy, so this makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Freddy snake was originally pink, but they changed it because it looked too much like a cock. That was a, a very wise decision on their part. Well, the way they made it look, it, it looked even scary with the green, black, kind of like tree bark looking skin. Right. And it's got such an evil face. I put it on our Instagram for those to see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm at Instagram at Zach Evergreen, Z-A-C-H. Uh, and, and you could follow us because I always post up what episodes are coming next and stuff. So it's a pretty good follow if you like the show. And furthermore, 
the original cover was going to be, um, oh God, Kirsten being eaten by the snake. Mm. And then you see Freddie kind of in the foreground. Um, but she kind of looked like she was enjoying it. Oh, yeah, it's, that's awkward. So it was banned. Uh, yeah. And, but they still use it in Thailand. Well, <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of self-explanatory on that one, right? Uh, and uh, but the if you look at actually the poster, beautifully drawn as it is, it has nothing to do with the movie. No, think about it. The dude with the mace. Who is that supposed to be? He's got a a, a fucking morning star, and isn't that the the wizard master? Well, the, he looks pretty big for that guy. <laughs> and also, uh, Taryn, I think her name is. I forgot her name. It's not. It's it's in yeah, my yeah. notes. But Taryn. She has white hair. And daggers on the movie poster, which she clearly oh, so they just... totally did like a D and D mock up, yeah, of the characters, exactly sort of thing. Okay, yeah, and then uh, she she has you know nineteen eighties daggers, uh, i.e., like a switchblade. Yeah, I guess. You know. Okay, and then also Nancy is wearing a white white nightgown, which she doesn't wear. No. She's clearly younger, and uh, she has white hair in it. And um, yeah, it's just, it's totally off. Okay. You know, but uh, it's still fucking wonderful. It seems like that guy's art was just, I think maybe he was working on something else and he goes, fuck it, I'll just throw Freddy's face in it. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, that way I don't have to start all over. Okay, so let's see. Uh, Chuck Russell, this is his first movie. Um, He, directing. But you, he went on to do bigger things, and actually, when I heard about what movies these are, I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, and that makes total sense. He did The Blob, the remake, nice. yeah, okay. and he did The Mask. Oh, he's, he, okay. And he also, get ready for this, worked on the movie Dreamscape the next year. Ah. That's a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in forever. That's That should be on our list. We have too much stuff on the list, but that should be on there. <laughs> uh, most definitely. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, here goes the funnest fact ever. Actually, I'm going to save this one for last. Okay. Okay. This movie was banned in Queensland, Australia. Uh, any guesses why? why? I, I have zero guesses why. The drug reference. Oh, when his, are they like super hard against yeah, that sort of thing? But the funny thing is that this was an anti-drug reference. It was. In fact, it pe- totally was. people came up to the, um, you know, uh, some of the cast in comic book conventions and said like, thank you, you helped me kick or stay away from drugs. Nice. Like this was, this okay. was better than the D.A.R.E. program for a lot of kids. Yeah, D.A.R.E. was not good at all. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it just told me how much <laughs> the street cost of pot and coke was. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and what it looked like and, and how not to get bad and get stomped on, right? <laughs> okay, here goes the coolest fucking fact. This was being filmed at the same lot as Evil Dead 2. Nice. Now, it was probably Sam Raimi. He'll never admit to it, or it could have been Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. But someone, the, one of those two, stole the Freddy glove. Yeah, buddy. Right? And they put it in the woodshed where Ash gets his chainsaw arm. There's like a brief moment where you can see, see it, it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's like a little Easter egg now. You have to look very close to catch it. Right. But uh, yeah. So, and then it was magically returned, you know, but uh, (laughs) uh, apparently like one of the key grips or or, uh, best boys or whatever was like, hey, wait a minute. That looks familiar. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, but I don't know. It makes you think, do you think that Ash was going to wear the glove at some point? That would have been kind of cool. It would have been. Yeah. Not as cool as the chainsaw arm in retrospect. It would have been cool to start with the the finger blades and then go to chainsaw. Or maybe as a joke, when he cuts off his hand, have it wear the finger blades. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That would have been cool too. And 
why this is also such a fun fact is in uh, Jason Goes to Hell, mm-hmm. they have the Necronomicon and the dagger from Evil Dead 2. Oh, okay. Now, also in Freddy vs. Jason, they're in the same canon too. So this means... And there was always rumors there was going to be Ash versus the uh, Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. That was or uh, Ash versus Jason, and then Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. Oh Jesus! Because in also Freddy's, oh, sorry, uh, Freddy's dead. In um, Jason goes to hell. You see the glove come up and grab the mask and pull it down. Right. And that right. was like that got our dicks so hard for such a long time for uh, Freddy versus Jason, which by the way does not disappoint. It does not. It does not. It's, that, it's a great one. It's not a horror, it's a horror movie, with, it's a slasher movie and a wrestling match put together. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's a great fucking movie though. Uh, let's see, this got 72% of Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. It's pretty good. That's solid. It was very solid. Um, what, what would you give it? I would say, yeah, probably about a 75 75, I'm getting it at 82 just because for it's, okay, 82, you got to bump it up for Freddy. The creative deaths are so cool. Very much so, yeah. And um, the story's actually not cheesy. It's good. There's some cheesy parts to it, but- Well, you're going to have that in any horror kind of thing going on anyways. And also, it has some great moments. Like, it has arguably the two best Freddy kills. Everyone says it's the two. They're not my fit. One of them is. <laughs> and uh, it's because the cheesy line. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, we're going to watch the trailer in just a second. But so any other thoughts? Do you have any fun facts about this? No, no, I'm ready to dive right in, baby. Cool. All right. Well, let's uh, go through the trailer right now as soon as it loads up and we will watch with our minds. Ooh. literally jumped. That scared the I, crap out of you. I know it did. You know what's funny? I knew that was coming too. But I just, you know what really gets you? It's the key change in that song. You know how the key, the like how it goes like down a minor step, down right. a minor, and it's like you're like, dude. Um, that was actually the teaser trailer. Okay. I'm sure it made everybody in the theater jump. It had to have. I it mean, just made you jump. Fuck so yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, uh, I know I got goosey pimples right now. Um, it's the first time I've ever been scared of my own podcast. <laughs> I think I'll skip this one when I do the re listens, but you never know. Um, all right. So let's uh, get into it, shall we? The Dream Warriors, 1986's uh, classic? Yeah. Cult classic? Cult classic. Cult classic. I'll give a cult classic. All right. I will too. 
Okay, so we see this young girl and she's making a paper mache uh, house. Now, this house is actually that trailer, it just shows her making it. Okay. So it's kind of like the beginning in the movie in the way, right? And uh, she's, you know, doing the paper mache and everything else. And then uh, uh, we find out that her name is Karen, right? And um, not, not that kind. Not no, that kind. no. And then sometimes they call her Kieran too, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Now, while she's making this thing, she's eating coffee with a spoon. Yeah, well, yeah, she's eating it with a spoon, but she washes it down with some refreshing so, diet, coke, diet Coke. Yeah, which is the only advertisement in this movie because <laughs> we didn't do any this time, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Pot is Killing Me and Caps and Cork. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, that's all I'm going to do right now. <clears throat> we'll get into it later when we're high. My my live reads are always funnier with a um, little bit of uh, legal devil's lettuce, right? <laughs> so uh, now a fun fact about this is um, apparently when Peter Steele was trying to quit cocaine, mm-hmm. he would actually eat Folgers crystals with a spoon. Oh, that's disgusting. Disgusting, I know. Yeah. And wash it down with red wine. Oh. I know. There's a lot of hints of coffee in this red. <laughs> so then her mom comes home, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and then uh, um, there is this. <laughs> there's a funny thing where the the dad's like, uh, or not the dad, but the, the date date is yeah. like, "Where's the bourbon?" <laughs> and this is a foreshadowing, right? And then she goes back to sleep, and and she she dreams of these jump rope girls and actually the, uh, uh, you know, like this evil kid on a bicycle and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's uh, uh, set in the ro- one of the living rooms of this house. Mm-hmm. And if you are familiar with this house, you'll notice it is the house with the red door right, from the first right. movie. This was Nancy's house. Now it's all dilapidated and everything else like that. Now, I don't remember where they're the, the jump rope kids and the little like tricycle bicycle kids in like the first movie or was this the first movie that had that i'm almost 100 percent that the the jump rope girls were in the first one now okay. the bicycle kid i'm not sure but the jump rope girls definitely were yeah because yeah. i remember that's like the first dream nightmare in the first one because that's kind of like a long-running theme yeah in the freddy movies yeah so anyway kirsten follows this girl right you know um and and it's like a looks like a just like a little girl and and she's like lost within the house and uh, Kirsten picks her up and tries to get out of this house because right. clearly it's it's you know something's evil. You see a little kid in a bicycle, it's it's bad news. Yeah. So by trying to escape, she gets lost and she goes into the boiler room. Now, synonymous with Freddy is this boiler room because that's apparently where he would torture the children and such. And You're right. That's also where the kids burn him down. Now, the boiler room does not exist in in this house in the movie, but you know it's a dream, so doors open to other places and shit like that, right? And uh, so this is where, you know, we hear like Freddy go, Freddy's home, you yeah. know, and, and it's pretty creepy. And she carries out the girl and then, uh, you know, she looks at the girl that she's carrying out and now it's like a skeleton. Uh, super creepy. Super creepy, right? And uh, let's see, then she wakes up and uh, when she wakes up, she's all like freaking out, right? And she turns on the faucet, you know, to splash water in her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they become like Freddy's needle fingers or his claws right it grabs onto her and it slits slits her wrist in a way where it looks like she's trying to commit suicide well it's the weird thing because when her mom busts in on her and it shows her it looks like she has a razor yeah in the other hand so now you don't know was it freddy or was she actually just like hallucinating while she was cutting her wrist right and and then uh 
Yeah, it, I even have that here. She does have a razor, so it, it appears that she tried to commit, like, but, I mean, it's obviously Freddy's doing, but still. Still, yeah. It's a bad look. That's one of my favorite thing about the Freddy movies is, like, you can't, you think they're out of the dream, and then something from the world comes alive and starts attacking them. Yeah. Awesome effects when they do that. Yeah, um, like, one of my favorite ones is, uh, uh, again, I, I know I suck this movie's dong too much, but um, <laughs> when uh, uh, you see uh, one of the main characters' brother die in uh, in uh, Freddy vs. Jason, and he's like in the pool, you know, and then mm-hmm. he it goes like I'm back, you know, and you see it oh, carved yeah, into yeah, him. Yeah. I love that part. We get something cool in this too. We do. We get yeah. something really cool in this, but that's later on down the road. So now. She's inside the uh, uh, the asylum for children, mm-hmm. and we see who do we see? Come on! Oh yeah, we see Mr. Larry, Larry Fishburn. Fishburn. Is there any relation to Lawrence Fishburn? <laughs> there is. There is. There is. Okay, it's like his little brother or something. Uh, well, it's really just him, actually. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> so I guess Larry didn't work. So Lawrence, he did. went to Lawrence. It's definitely more adult sounding. That's so for sure. If you're not cool with your with your your work relationship, shave your head and change your name. <laughs> I guess I don't know. That's the. I mean, but clearly, you know, it worked out for him. You know, because after I, I think he was, he might have been Larry in uh, Event Horizon too. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to rewatch. Yeah, yeah. Because I know his career really didn't take off till The Matrix. No, he had some other stuff before that, but the Cowboy Matrix, Curtis, really? Cowboy Curtis? No, there was there was some like you know black films and everything he was a part of that did really well. Oh yeah, I. Yeah, you're right. Shit, I didn't even think of that because I know two. He was in Players Club and he was in another one, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Players Club is actually underrated. I don't it, know if you ever it, seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that was produced by um, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Ed- that's cool. Anyway, moving on. All right, so uh, let's see. We see this is a medical and psycho ward for teens, right? Mm-hmm. And then we are introduced by, to a one Doctor Gordon, right? Uh, he's going to be our main protagonist besides Nancy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to be like her. Uh, and he's got a lot to do with it, too. In fact, uh, the way they split up at the ending is really cool. I like it how there's an A and B plot going at all times. Mm-hmm. And in fact, um, we actually get some scenes with him that we do not get with her. So it seems like in this movie, as we go on, um, he's trying to stop Freddy, where she's trying to save the children. Right. And they work kind of in tandem. So uh, anyway, Kirsten's throwing a fit. Uh, she's like, inside this hospital and she's throwing shit around and she's very upset, you know, and, uh, and anyway, Gordon comes in, he tries to sedate her. It doesn't work. Right. And she grabs a scalpel and, and she slashes that fish burn. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she starts going five, six, get your crucifix. And then Nancy walks in and goes seven, eight, better stay. Where'd you find out? You know, where'd, where'd you hear that? Yeah. Where'd and, you hear that song? And she embraces her and then they calm down. Right. Which was like a very creepy bonding moment. Yes. In like any movie, really. Yes, very much so. <laughs> now we see, um, now we see uh, uh, Doctor Gordon and Nancy, and Nancy saying like, "I get these kids. I understand because I used to be like them." And then mm-hmm. he, uh, she drops her purse, and out comes rolling the hypnocil. Now, mm-hmm. for those who don't know about the Freddy lore, hypnocil is a drug. It's experimental. Um, they actually do experiments on children later on with it, but this is the first movie where we actually see it kind of mentioned and, and showcased. <clears throat> and then he hands it back to her, and then you see him on this old computer 
Like <laughs> old computer, man. It was state of the art at the time. It looked like a fucking 20 pound calculator. <laughs> right? And uh, he's looking it up, um, you know, the, the, what is HypnoCell? And I guess this was internet or this might have been the files they had in the it hospital. It was just, yeah, like a database. There wasn't uh, the internet yet. Okay, so yeah, anyway, we uh, now we see Fishburne. She's shows Nancy around, right? So we get to meet some of our characters. First, we meet Phil. He's a puppeteer, and his like uh, his um, flaw is that he's a sleepwalker. Right. Okay. Then we have Concade, and he's they call him Cool Breeze <laughs> because he's hot headed, <laughs> and he likes to like throw fits and shit. Um, and uh, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He gets put in the quiet room. room. Exactly. Yeah. And then we have Joey the Mute. And for whatever reason, he has a teardrop under his eye, which we'll never see again throughout the whole movie. Which, yeah, that was super weird at Did first. that throw you too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it was like, where did that teardrop go? Yeah, he had a tattoo and now it's gone. Yeah. Like, uh, Maybe uh, continuity error, though. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. So I don't know, maybe if he was just sad that day and wanted to express it. <laughs> Joey, no feel well today. It was magic marker. It wasn't, yeah. I mean, you don't know. It's not like we saw him get work done. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Nancy, uh, sorry, uh, Nancy acquires um, Kirsten's thing and uh, she sees the paper mache house, right? Uh, what's Dr. G uh, Gordon is using his version of Google, <laughs> you know, meanwhile. Uh, now, Kirsten is, um, she keeps drawing the house, you know, um, in, mm -hmm. in like a daze, like half asleep. And, uh, you know, the tricycle with bloody tires rolls in. Oh, like, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and then it melts. Dude, that was freaky. That was cool. That's it. See, again, we don't see Freddy for a while, mm -hmm. you know, in this movie. We just see some really creepy, like, mushroom-style shit happen. Yeah. But we don't see anything. We, I mean, it's menacing as fuck, but we don't really know uh, to the extent of which this... I mean, of course, us, the Watcher, know Freddy's coming, and yeah, some yeah. kids are going to die, but still. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. So, uh, anyway, this Nancy house is becoming a, um, a thing, right? Um, now... Inside this house, right, we see like a roasted pig with a dagger in it, and and the house is in shambles. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then uh, Freddie, like now, remember Nancy is in here with Kirsten because she is going to fall asleep to try to like save her, yeah. to pull her out because they, this is okay. They each have these powers, and the like we were talking about now. Um, Kirsten's dream power is you could go in her dreams with her. Yeah, like she can pull you into the dream world. Yeah, or if she's willing, you could jump in even if she's not there. Right. You know, so uh, Nancy jumps in to try to like save the day and figure out what the fuck's going on, right? Because she knows bad shit's going to happen. Now we see our dune worm, our Freddy worm Dude, thing. Dude, yeah, yeah. Dude, this part is really cool. The effects in this are fan-fucking-tastic. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a Muppet. It's a really good puppet, though. Um, it, it's it's giant looking. Mm -hmm. The effect is really cool, and it tries to engulf her like a sleeping bag, kind of like nom nom nom. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then Nancy like breaks a window or a mirror, mirror I think, yeah. and then she starts stabbing it. You know, it's like a it's a really cool effect though. And then they both awake, and then of course Nancy looks at her hand, and it's bloody. Yeah, it's got a little cut on it. Yeah, and this is obviously a reoccurring thing. If you die in the dream, you die in real life. And yep. also if you get injured, you get injured. And sometimes in later films too, the kids will purposefully hurt themselves to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Freddy's dead member, she uses the the stove to like wake up by putting her right, hand over right. it. That part was evil. <laughs> so 
now they attend like their dream AA meeting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, see, only therapy. the group therapy yeah. thing, right? And uh, straight talk only, people. <laughs> and uh, we now we get to meet the rest of our teens, right? First, we have Will. Will is a D and D nerd that attempted suicide via jumping out a fucking window. Yeah, and now he is paralyzed. Yeah, he did. He did not successfully complete that task. No, but he actually seems to have a, a head on him. We don't even see suicidal tendencies of him whatsoever. He critically failed. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then we have uh, Jennifer Burner, right? And she's a would-be actress. She's the most annoying character out of all of them. I, I guess kind of. She's just weird in general, I think. Yeah, she is creepy. Like she likes to burn herself with, with cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah. But take note. Of what cigarette made she does. what burn mark. Yeah, she goes, this was a Marlboro Light, this was a Marlboro Menthol, this was a Marlboro Ultralight. Like, yeah, she says yeah. something just like that, you know? And the doctor's like, knock that shit off, you know? <laughs> and it's funny, too, because she wants to smoke all the time, and they don't let her, for, and she gets mad. It's like, well, bitch, it's because you're burning herself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously. But what's even more funny is, where's she getting these lighters? <laughs> I mean, is the janitor giving it to her? And then we also have... Um, uh, Tyrion White, who at first seems like the most annoying person, but then you actually come to like her character the most. She's getting sexually harassed by the janitor, right? And he's like, "Come on, baby, I'll, I'll like, you know, I got the keys. We can, we can go get high. I'll go get you some morphine." I know it's super gross that like this dude is hitting on this underage girl like blatantly. And also, dude, this was '86, mm -hmm. so maybe it wasn't as bad no i'm pretty sure that was always bad well yeah, obviously but i'm just saying 40 years later it does not it does not hold up well true but yeah, yeah. but it's not supposed to hold up well no you know this guy's supposed to be a piece of shit yeah um you know what's sad too i wish we'd see him get his comeuppance but we don't that would be nice. It yeah. would be nice. See you him know? pass out and like Freddy fucks with him or something. Yeah, or like, maybe Kirsten dreams about him. He's like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know, yeah, that, yeah. That, that would have been awesome. And, you know, I couldn't find too much about this movie. I did like some good research, but it's, I didn't find much. So I didn't know if there was any deleted scenes. The only mm -hmm. scene I know that was deleted was when the uh, worm was flesh colored. That's okay. It. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. So there's our characters right now. Um, now, after this meeting, you see Will and Joe, uh, Joey, and they're playing D&D &D with uh, Taryn. And um, I don't know if they're humoring him or maybe this is the only thing to do, whatever. But Taryn doesn't really seem to be like having a good time. And Joey doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if he just like, you know, likes to watch or like moves his character around or what. But um, now Will is a very, very purist when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons. He makes you actually say the spell. Yeah. Like, by the power of Crentholian and... <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah, there you go. And then uh, Lawrence Fishburne, who I think... What is his name? I, I wrote it down here. I think it's, like, Max. Yeah. So, Max, uh, you know, uh, comes... Oh, yeah. Also, too, did you notice there's a um, a reference to Never Ending Story in this? No, I missed that. He goes, your horse is drowning in the bog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, and she goes, oh, that's fine. I'll just get a new one in the morning. <laughs> Clearly, she's paying a chaotic evil character. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I just thought that was funny. It's like, did no one else get that reference but me? <laughs> Maybe because we, I just did something on a Treyu not too long ago. But yeah, I, I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Okay, so uh, Max puts them to bed, you know, and then uh, 
why why Max leaves Joey and and Will like agreed that they're gonna go on like a dream watch. Yeah, you know. So if you anything seems fucked up, like wake the other person up, right? And now uh, Nancy and Gordon, um, they have Thai food together, and uh, she warns him about Freddie and tribes to prescribe hypnosil. She's like, we should get this yeah. on these kids. They're all in danger. You don't understand, right? And now Freddie enters one of Phil's puppets. So clearly Phil's asleep, right? Mm-hmm. And but, but they're not in the room, so they're not taking Dreamwatch. I don't know right. who Phil bunks with. It might be... It was with... Uh, cool Breeze? Concave. Yeah, Cool Breeze. Cool. So um, anyway, this scene is really cool where we see the puppet kind of come to life as Freddie. And uh, I believe this is the first time we actually see him in like a... Fo- no, because... But we don't see him just, you know, with the hat and the stripes yet, right? No, like you, you see him for like a split second with uh, Kieran's dream. In the very beginning, the beginning, yeah. But this is like the first like full on like Something. Freddy's here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now, um, the puppet comes over and he cuts his wrists and makes Muppeteer strings out of Phil's like wrists and feet. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this scene is evil looking it is brutal every time you see like him move and like the the, the veins ugh, it freaks me out dude because <laughs> i'm a, i'm like veins eyes and teeth are what creep me out the most they and, did like a great job on the special effects the special this. effects yeah. the only problem i have the special effects are coming up later and you'll agree with me and the only reason why i have a problem with it is because on dvd you could totally see we'll get into that yeah, later. yeah, yeah. um let's see uh so now um, Joey sees uh, um, Phil like going to the top of, of like their belfry, you know, the very top of the roof on yeah, their widow's yeah. walk. And he's like slamming on the thing. But remember, he's mute. Now, we don't know if he's mute by choice or what. No, they said something <clears throat> happened to him. And he's traumatized. It was like PTSD. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we don't know what it is, um, but uh, they don't go that much in backstory with him. Or maybe they did and they just edited it because this movie is a clean hour and a half. It is, yeah. Um, so... He breaks the window and starts like shouting, and then no one will. So then he runs down to the um, the reception, yeah, yeah, the nurse reception, and he starts like screaming on it, and, and he starts just like slamming on every door as he runs up to the top, mm-hmm. and then they look out the window just in time to see him plummet to his death. But in the dream, we see the marionette things, and we see Freddy go ha ha, and he cuts the strings, yeah, and it's it, it's really cool. <laughs> That's our first like real death, you know. It is a cool introduction. So now we got one down. Okay, and now we have our AA meeting again, our uh, our, our uh, group therapy, and it's like it was Moida, I tell you, <laughs> right? And Concade, um, he gets pissed off, and he gets locked in solitary, yeah, for for trying to be like, you're not doing it, man. Like you got to help us out more. What the fuck, you know, kind of thing. And um, anyway, uh, Doctor Gordon now is demanding hypnosil. Yeah. To to like this witch of a woman who I guess is the head nurse because I think she's, she's kind of like the nurse ra- nurse ratchet. Yeah, sort of thing. definitely. Yeah, and uh, yeah, most definitely she is the nurse ratchet, and he's because um, I was a little confused. Well, he is actually the um, psychologist and psychotherapist. Right. So he wears two hats. He prescribes medication, but also he does therapy. Now I th- you would think he would have more say, but I guess because he is an outside entity. Right. You know, he's not so maybe that's why. I don't know. But uh he's down on the totem pole compared to everyone. Because well, I think he's just there for like a study. 
Mm. And like the nurse Ratchet, she's actually like the on-site doctor. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. So now, um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, so Max walks in, right? And he's catch he catches Jennifer watching television. Pass lights out, right? And then she kind of charms them, charms them. She's like, after tonight, I just don't want to go to sleep. Yeah. And uh, he's like, so what are you watching? He goes, she's like, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm practicing because I'm, I'm going to be on TV one day. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of funny. She says that <laughs> because uh, she turns the channel, right? And um, let's see. Oh, yeah. This is where we see um, Taryn being harassed by the janitor. It cuts over to her. Right. And uh, now we see uh, Jennifer, right? She lights a cigarette and burns herself a little bit. And then um, a guy that looks just like William Defoe, and I thought it was William Defoe. So did I at first. And it, then I, and I Googled then, it. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. So it was this guy that was kind of rivaling Johnny Carson. And then later, David Letterman took his like place. Oh, or, or it was Leno. It was one, yeah, the, one yeah. of the two. And uh, no, it was, it was Letterman took this guy's place. And he's interviewing Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh my God, Zsa Zsa, where have you been? By the way, did you ever Google her when she was young? No. Dude, she's hot as fuck. Yeah? She was really hot. She just got ridiculous. And she was also one of those people that was an early adopter of like plastic surgery. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, she was kind of like, I think she was even hotter than Liz Taylor. So, I mean, Liz Taylor in her day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple eyes, man. That's just something creepy about that. (laughs) In a good way. So uh, then all of a sudden, um, this uh, TV interviewer dude, he goes like, it's prime time, bitch. (laughs) And then like kills Jaja. And then she gets up to like investigate Jennifer, that is. And then uh, 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 that's when we get it's pride time, bitch, where he comes out of the TV and arms come out of the television and just grab her and slams her head in. Did you know that that line was ad-libbed? Oh, really? Very nice. Yeah. So there was a couple of uh, things he was going to say because- as we know, Freddie Kills always have something hilarious to him. He's kind of like the Arnold of slasher. Yeah, guys. yeah. He's always got something clever to say, right? Well, because he was like the only slasher that actually talked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. No, you're right. Until like, maybe if you count some of the family members of Tex Chainsaw Massacre, but really Leatherface was the only, the real The guy. real thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's ever like the hitchhiker, but it's different. <laughs> so yeah, um... And it's fucking hilarious when he says it. This is uh, arguably, a lot of people say this is their favorite kill ever. And it's because of, it's time for <laughs> <prime> time, bitch. <laughs> it's so good. So anyway, um, now Nancy and Gordon are having dinner at Nancy's place. So I don't know, I don't know when, if this is a relationship or what, but they certainly are having dinner a lot. They are, yeah. We see them more like palling around than we actually do see them there's, trying to solve any problems. There's definitely a solid connection. Yes. And uh, anyway, and they're discussing whatever. She's like, I'm here for the kids and da-da-da. And then, he, and then she finally convinces them that Hypnosil is like 100%. They're going with it. Yeah. And uh, now we go back to our group therapy meeting, right? And Nancy opens up. And uh, this is actually bad to do um, in the Freddy lore is you're supposed to not have kids know his name. You know, because remember, if they stop believing in him, he'll go he'll away. Go away. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she scares the shit out of him going, his name is Freddy. And you're the last children of Elm Street. You see, your parents 
murdered him. He was a child, you know, rapist and murderer. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the parents, instead of going to the police, which is hilarious because Nancy's dad's a cop, <laughs> uh, they trapped him and, and threw Molotov cocktails and burned him alive. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So now the kids are really fucking flipped out, right? Now, this is a really cool scene. This is our group, Hypnotism. That was a good one. Yeah, and then we see the kids' kind of powers, right? So Will stands up, and he's able to, like, move. Now, remember, he's wheelchair-bound. Right. And he's like, I'm a great and powerful wizard and an illusionist, right? And then uh, uh, then we see, um, like, Cool Breeze is super strong. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tara, is, she's like a badass punker chick, and she's yeah. really good with knives, right? And then Nancy just can straight up defy gravity Matrix style. Like she could run up walls and jump upside down. No, that was uh, uh, Karen. Oh, it Karen. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? What the? F- I swear Nancy was able to do something too. What was she able to do? I don't know. Maybe she just has the link to the other kids or something. Something. Yeah. Maybe it's like a week of. I remember she does do some kind of cool dodge or something though in that movie later on. Later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what the weird part about the scene is you see. That the doctor is also in, in the there. dream world. He hypnotized himself, which you can do. Yeah, you can do, but it was just it was weird that that he did that. It's yeah, you know? like what? Don't you think you'd want someone on the outside just in case? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the other weird thing is this is the only time he goes into the dream world. True. Yeah. And Freddy does attack him, but that later on, and not via dream. Yeah. So um, anyway. Um, let's see. Joey has been, he's the only one not in the room. He's been pining over this nurse. Who hasn't? Uh, right? <laughs> so this blonde Hello. nurse, right? And you even see him in the beginning, like she drops some towels and he folds them up and, and gives them to her. And, and she's like, oh, thanks, Joey. <laughs> so he's pining over this nurse, right? And then she gives him a look. <clears throat> Like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? So, um, Gordon is using those gravity balls, right? And then they start floating up. This is how we know they're dreaming. You know that? Oh, the, uh, the, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, and let's see. And then, um, yeah, Will grabs one and turns it into like a moth. And that's how we know, like, he's got magical powers, right? And then, uh, yeah, Kirsten does some Charlotte Flair shit. She's like jumping off the wall and lands perfectly, right? (laughs) Concade just bends a steel chair, you know? And uh, uh, titties. So Joey's <laughs> Joey's about to Joey's about to screw the nurse. Yeah. And these are some fantastic pre-plastic surgery 1980s boobies. Yeah. You know the teardrops, the ones we like. <laughs> I don't understand that. I know two people that are under the age of 25 that I've worked with who've gotten either a boob or a lip job. Okay. Social media, you need to knock this shit off. You really do. <laughs> They don't look real. And and the whole duck lip thing is gross. Oh, that's just awkward. It's just totally. weird. Yeah. You know when people go way overboard on that and you see them, you're like, mm-hmm. ugh. Mm-hmm. Very like, unattractive. It, you look like that fish that cleans the tank in the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one, actually. It is? <laughs> I like lionfishes. They just look so beautiful. Fish, those are cool. Yeah. Apparently, they're super poisonous. Yes. And they're very hard to take care of because I always wanted one. And then I found out how much the upkeep was. And I'm like, nah, it's cool. Yeah, I'll just, that's a rich person's fish. Yeah, I'll just watch like, you know, like uh, uh, National Geographic's like Blue Four Earth K, or something. Animal yeah, Planet. exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Uh, but 
he, you know, she pins him down to the bed and, and then, uh, uh, <laughs> Freddie turns into a boner killer because he uses his tongue to go, <laughs> which by the way, I took note of this. He does in half the movies, he'll have his evil Freddy tongue come out. Oh yeah. That's like his signature thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't even clord that in the Mortal Kombat, like when you could play as Freddy. How come you, <laughs> you should have a tongue fatality. He does it, but anyway. Um, and then uh, he like goes whoosh with his tongues and it wraps around all his limbs, like tying him to the bed. Yeah. And now we see that he's in the boiler room and there's like a pit of fire, like an opening to hell. And mm -hmm. the only thing holding him there is Freddy's tongues. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, back at the AA meeting, uh, the kids realize something is off, right? And they reach for the door, um, but it's like it's it's like a weird lot shot, and the door melts, you know, with the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, um, other Doctor Kieran opens the door, freeing them. You know, right, right. The uh, the the uh, Miss Ratchet. Yeah, yeah. And so that wakes him up, and of course, she shits a fit. I didn't write down exactly what she says, but she's not too happy. No, yeah, she's like, this is totally unauthorized. This is bullshit. Uh, uh. Yeah. Like, she gets the, like, head person of, like, the hospital to come down. Yeah, and they like, get they get fired on the spot, Nancy yeah. and and uh, uh, Gordon. But they're not done. They're not going to give up on no. these kids. They're warriors. They're what, dream warriors. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, Neil's packing up his... Neil, Gordon, is packing up his shit, right? And then uh, he... He drops like his his stuff while loading in his car, and he sees like a picture of the kids, and it's like you know, kind of like his. You see his commitment to them, right? But then right. he sees a nun. He does. Yeah, he and, sees her multiple times in the movie. But this is the time where he actually, yeah, because you'll just see her like in the foreground, like during one of the funerals of the kids. Yeah, yeah. But here it's like we actually get to see uh, him where they like make eye contact. Right now he goes over and talks to the nun. Uh, she actually leads him up to like the top of this church where basically the the kid jumped from yeah earlier. yeah 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 and she explains like the origin of freddy she says that uh freddy's mother um amanda krueger was raped by a hundred asylum uh inmates that's just absolutely terrible yes um so i was thinking because i just thought it would be hilarious like in my mind because we just lost springer Unfortunately, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was thinking how funny it would be if they did like a mock thing where Jerry Springer has like uh, uh, Freddie's like meet your real dad. Even the paternity <laughs> test came back, you know. I just I, and there would be a hundred like killers in there. I don't know for whatever oh reason. God. I just wrote that down when I was watching this. I'm like that'd be hilarious. And um, an extended episode of Maury. Exactly. Oh yeah, it would be Maury. <laughs> to it totally would be. And and then like. You would have a chair fly out of nowhere. You know? <laughs> Security would come. And uh, now we see uh, while... Um, so Joey is in like the ICU. Yeah. And um, uh, Nancy's not there, but Kirsten is. And then we see... And it says, come and get him, bitch. You know, yeah, it's carved it out. It's carved on his chest. Yeah. Which is really cool. Now, this is what you were talking about earlier about when stuff happens in the dreamland. You could actually see it in the physical. Right, right. This is one of the coolest... I'm not going to say Easter eggs, but one of the coolest, like, act three is beginning kind of, mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, segues, right? Um, all right. So now Kirsten is being put in the quiet room. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, she sees this and, and it's all bad and she starts freaking out. Oh, shit. Now, uh-oh. 
<laughs> so now, Nancy, Nancy Perfect has song for Act Three. Here right. We go. So Nancy has to confront, like, you know, the dad, um, her dad, her dad. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, he's like a drunk, and you know, and then Neil and her start to sweat the dad, you know, and uh, Nancy gets like really upset because like her dad's just a drunk, you know. And then he gets a page, him being uh, Dr. Gordon, yeah. right? And then he goes, it's the kids, so they call, and they're in trouble because they find out that Kirsten's in, like, the quiet room. Yep, yep. So Nancy goes off to, like, go save uh, them, right? And then Neil goes over to Dad, and, he, and he's like, uh, I don't even know you. And he goes, hi, my name's Neil Gordon, fuckface. Now we know each other. You're going to tell me what I want to know, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we cut back to the... Wait for it. <laughs> it's funny is when my wife came in i was watching this and it was during the credits and i was just wrapping up finishing writing down she accidentally hit the playstation controller and it went to 1.5 speed yeah and this song becomes power metal it's like dream warriors oh that's cool it is uh i i was going to record it but I want you all to do this at home. <laughs> because just try it, guys. Just try, try it. it. Just try it. Just try it. Go to the credits where they play the whole song and just put it 1.5 speed. And it's amazing. It sounds <laughs> like it sounds like a Rhapsody song or like or like Maiden. It's That's like, dope. It is cool. Cause like normal speed, it sounds like the Scorpions. But yeah, well, it sounds like Token. Okay. I was <laughs> obviously. Oh, you know, here it comes. Alright. Oh, oh shit, here it is. Okay, enough of that. It's a fucking excellent <laughs> song, though. My friend, who was a Freddy fanatic, had this on a 45. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome, dude. I wonder if he still has... He doesn't take care of his shit, so probably not. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So Nancy's going to the hospital, right? Um, and then uh, Max stops Nancy, and she's like, I can't let you in. You know? Yeah. And then she goes, well, can I just see the others? Because he goes, there's no way you're seeing Kirsten. We've already lost two kids. I'm not going to endanger them. Mm -hmm. Clearly, you have something to do with what's going on. And then so Nancy goes, well, can I at least say bye? Yeah. You know? So then Nancy busts in uh, with the others. And they're like, Nancy, like, where have you been? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, dude, I got fired. Duh. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Plus, you... Who uses a pager? I can't just fly over here. I had to find a quarter, you know? <laughs> like, the taxi was expensive. I mean, what? No, she doesn't do that, but she should. Because I'd be like, what, bitch? I'm over <laughs> here now. God damn it. Why don't you help her out? You guys are the dream warriors, after all. <laughs> right? So, now we see Nancy's dad. Um, he's unlocking a gate to, like, an auto salvage yeah. thing. You know, um... Uh, and they're going to go look for Freddy's remains. But before he actually uh, runs in and uh, they go to like just a, a local Catholic church and he takes um, Nancy's dad's bottle and dumps it out. He's got like a bottle of gin or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And he fills it full of holy wa water and he grabs a crucifix. And the priest is like, yo, wh what's the deal, dude? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I promise I'll give him back. Here's my driver's license. <laughs> As collateral. Which I mean, I've done that before though. Like, if if I uh, I've done this twice actually when um, I forgot like my card or whatever. Okay. You know, and then I'm like, oh shit, here's my driver license. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's like, well, obviously you're going to be back for that. Right. You know. So uh, anyway, 
Um, Kirsten and Nancy and the others now, they arrive in the quiet room. They're like all in there together, you know, because they teleport um, via, uh, you know, via the, 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 the hypnosis. Right. You know, and then they're in the quiet room and they're all happy to see each other. And you just see you get ripped to like smithereens and feathers are flying everywhere, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like from the padded room. And, uh, and then they all kind of go in their separate ways. Like yeah. Freddie pulls them apart. Now, the first one is just a recap of what happened in the beginning, you know, with Kirsten working on the house. Right. You know, and uh, fitting that the music went to it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then the mom comes home and she runs up and hugs the mom and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy to see you, you know. And she's like, what's this about? And she goes, oh, I just had a nightmare. And she's like, oh, Kirsten. And then we hear... Uh, where do you keep the bourbon? And then she's like, look, I have company. I'll be right back. And then you see Freddie go, I said, where's the fucking bourbon, bitch? <laughs> and then he decapitates her mom and then holds the head. And she's like, you've ruined every relationship I've ever had. You keep fucking around. And I'm just trying to get laid here. And everything. it's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool scene. It was, yeah, very unexpected. Exactly. Um, so Kirsten breaks through the window and she enters Nancy's house, right? Now, meanwhile, we see the feathers fall, you know, yeah, from yeah. like to introduce like someone else's dream. And now we get the reason why this was banned in Australia. So uh, Tyrion, she pulls out her switchblades. She's like, let's dance, motherfucker. And her and Freddie are just getting off from like uh, some melee combat, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dope. It is. Uh, Freddie gets stabbed and uh, it doesn't really phase him because he's going to be more and more powerful, I guess, with each kid he kills. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, come on, let's party. And then his hands become syringes filled with like heroin. And you see like her scars where she used to shoot up and like, me, 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 like their little lips, like yeah, they're hungry. Yeah, it's super creepy. It is creepy. This is definitely the creepiest of all kills. It's not my favorite in this movie, but it is the most like, ugh. I did really like the like needle fingers. I thought that was freaking awesome. Uh, I did too. Especially when he shoots her up, it looks like he's coming. He's like, oh yeah. Oh, he totally like rolls back his eyes. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh dude. Definitely the creepiest one. Now, this is like, she's one of the ones I wish would have survived. You know, like maybe come back at the end or something. Right, right. No. So this is three down now, right? So now uh, Will enters, right? And uh, uh, we see his feathers fall and he's just like standing there and Freddy's like, uh, you know, you see this evil chair. So Freddy's on one side, and then you see his wheelchair, but his wheelchair's got like a razor blade. It looks like an Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and uh, uh, he's like, have a seat, you know, that kind of <laughs> shit. And then uh, 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 Freddy comes up to him, and he goes, I, I'm, I am the dream wizard. I am the dream wizard. And then all of a sudden, he gets like a cape, and he shoots uh, a lightning ball spell. Now, um, here's what I want you to do. Uh-oh. What are we doing? Hold on, let me Wait. get my dice. Oh, you got to get your dice. Okay. I want you to roll okay. for initiative. <laughs> okay, you got a 19. You're playing Freddy, right? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm going to play Will. All right, hey, let me see one. <laughs> 23. Okay, so. 23. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm going to shoot lightning on, on the, the uh, chair, destroying yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Now your turn is Freddy. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come at you and try and slash you. All right, let's roll for it. Will defends with his lightning powers, but it, but it doesn't do much. It just stuns me. It just it stuns you for a minute. Out. Yeah. Uh, it looks like uh, you're gonna go for the kill then. I am gonna go for the kill. All right. Damn. All right, you killed Will. 
<laughs> I ad-libbed that shit. I did not plan it. I promise. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, Will dies. Sucks. You know, doesn't work on Freddy. And Freddy just like, I think he impales him. He, right? he stabs him with his blades, blades yeah. through the chest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this, when I was a kid, was my favorite part because I was like, well, at least he had a fighting chance. Yeah, okay. You know, we got to see how powerful he is because those lightning powers are probably more devastating. Well, I mean, I rolled an 18 like on damage. <laughs> so, you know, anyway. So, uh, let's see. Now, Kunkaid uh, joins up with the other survivors. Right. And he's like taunting Freddy. He's like, come on, you bitch. I'll fucking fuck you up. You know, that kind of shit. I love his, when he rejoins, he like smashes through a wall. Yeah. In he's the like house. the Kool Aid man. Yeah. And he's wearing dope. a red shirt, too. <laughs> So, and then he, uh, so Nancy, Kirsten, and Concade, they're all together, right? So they're going to go down to the boiler room to confront Freddy, right? So, uh, let's say, um, meanwhile, we see, uh, Gordon, he's, uh, and, and Nancy's dad, he points at this Cadillac that clearly is different from all the other cars because it's like beaming red. Right. And he says, no one would ever find him in there. And it's like, bitch, it's glowing red compared to all the <laughs> other vehicles. And he goes, you know, it's in the caddy. So, um, Anyway, uh, he looks in, he uses his shovel to pry open the trunk, and you see Nancy's dad try to book, and he goes, and, and then you see him have the keys, yeah, yeah. and he's like, we're going we're gonna to have ourselves a long overdue funeral, and, and he goes, I, I said uh, I'd show it to you, but I didn't say I was going to help, and he goes, no, 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 this is happening, dude. Yeah, yeah. So um, then when they go into it, right, they're in this like... Uh, uh, oh yeah, they go to the boil room and you see Joey tied up and she goes, let him go. You know, and he goes, fine, bitch. And then he, <laughs> you see each one of the restraints kind of go down one after another, right. you know? And then uh, um, uh, she stops him. She impales him with some like rebar. They kind of get into it. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And then, uh, uh, but he shit says like, you know, it doesn't phase him because he pulls up his shirt and he goes, the souls of the children give me power and there's room for one more. Dude, it's super creepy because it's like all the children's faces. Yeah, and they're all like him. howling on them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this part was pretty cool. So uh, then finally they they save Joey kind of and they run to in this, um, you know, they actually, wait a minute. No, Joey dies, isn't it? Because they save him. They stop him and then they go to the mirror room. They Th go to the mirror room. Yeah, and then see. Oh, and then Joey shouts. Like he's he that's his ability. He's right, like a banshee right. and it cracks them all, right? Uh and then uh Nancy reunites with her dad because they think they got him somehow mm -hmm. or some way. Nope. So Nancy dies. Now she gets like stabbed and then uh but but while this is going on, you see Gordon, he's digging in the grave and he has Freddie's remains. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then uh he starts to like throw uh, uh the dirt on it and Freddie's remains, this is the effect that was cool looking, but not now. Right, all, all, right. All like the junkyard, all the lights light up and all the vehicles. And Freddy is like Jason of the Argonaut skeletons. Right. You yeah. Know? And then he fights him and it's, you know, it's, it's okay, but it's really slapstick looking. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know. For it, its time, it was amazing. For its time, it was pretty good. It'd be, yeah. it's a lot better than if they did CGI or something. Oh, 100%. Way better. It, yeah. Because this would have been in the day of very early CGI. And it wouldn't have been that good. No, that would have been just absolutely terrible. I mean, you saw the computer in the day. Like, and you saw the Google earlier on in this episode. <laughs> it's terrible. So, uh, meanwhile, everything else is going down in Freddy's dream. It looks like Nancy's fucked. And then all of a sudden, you see, like, um, 
Freddie like get these holes in him, like this blowing light. This right. like is just going through him because when we cut back to the real world, we see that Gordon is pouring the holy water over right. the he's splashing it. When he splashes it, it burns him. It burns it, and so it's kind of a cool effect because wherever it splashed, it cuts back to the dream exactly. And he's got these like holes in him, these white light holes where the water splashed. Yeah. So, um, and then it looks like that kills him. You know, I remember this was supposed to be the last one, according mm-hmm. to Craven. So that's why we actually cut after like everyone's safe. Um, well, minus Nancy, because we find that we cut to her funeral afterward. Right. You know, and at the funeral, this is like a sad farewell to Nancy. Um, we see the dad there. Uh, he looks sober, so maybe this got him off the booze. All the kids are there, but it's still a somber moment. Mm-hmm. And then we see the nun again, mm-hmm. and Gordon kind of is like, "What?" And then she leads him over, like she goes past, like this giant headstone like behind, yeah, like a, a mausoleum yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then we see that it's Amanda Kruger. Yeah. And then he's like, "It was you." Because it says sister Amanda Kruger. Right, right. And that's how we know that uh, that was she was actually the one. And she was trying to, you know, absolve herself. Right. You know, like she had to walk on this earth in limbo until Freddie died or something. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the vibe they gave you is like, yeah, like she was a restless spirit that needed to like essentially kill her own son in order to like move on. And, you know, the thing is, is that this movie is a... um, I mean, she was she was a nun, so it does make sense that she tried to, you know, get you know absolution. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's a cool movie. Um, I really liked it. It's rewatchable. Easy. Very much so. Yeah. It's not like one of those hard watches where you can only, like, for instance, you know, I might get bored and be like, "Hey, Nicole, you never seen this movie? You want to watch this movie?" And she'll go, "Yeah, it's cool." Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got on it. Is there anything else you want to add to Dream Warriors? Um, I would just want to touch, like, again, on, like, the effects. Like, it's practical effects. Mm-hmm. They're done really, really well Yes, in this movie. And that's something I got to give up to a lot of the Freddy movies is they did a lot of practical effects, and they did them really well. So, like, Put my the, dice away. The, the scene settings and then the makeup and everything. The house like that. alone is really cool. Yeah, they just, there was a lot of attention to detail uh, on there. So, yes, it is kind of like a, a, you know, not cheesy, but, you know, it's 80s horror. Yeah. But they did it really, really well with these series. You know, now that you mentioned that there's something that actually makes the set, I didn't even think of this until you brought it up, something that makes the set so good is this movie is so bleak. Everything is just in white rooms in a hospital. Right. Unless they're in Freddy's world or the dream world. And then then you get a lot of colors. You know, you get a, got a lot colors, of gothic imagery. It's, yeah, it's very gothic. It's very dark. Um, a lot of reds, a lot of blues. A lot of reds, a lot of blues. It's um, everything. It's kind of like low light yeah. sort of thing, you know, which I really like. And I kind of wish they would bring back. Mm. to horror movies like a lot of the horror movies everything's shot in like 4k and everything yeah. looks really clean and it's like we need this like visual disconnect gritty. yeah we need gritty yeah because that house looks dirty even yeah. though it's colorful like there's red row there's red carpets and some of the um like some of the uh in the mirror room that yeah. room is super like resident evil like puzzle room looking you right, know right. where it's got like like that that victorian kind of wallpaper on mm-hmm. it and even the boiler room is really cool in this. Yeah. Because it looks like the entryway to hell, like literally. So It really does. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, um, like that. The effects are great. Uh, the music is fantastic. Very much so. Um, I mean, of course, Robert England is great. <laughs> I, like he's so fucking charismatic. He's yeah, he's fantastic. The only thing I will say that hurts this movie is some of the 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 straight talk people. Like those scenes could be a little. Better. Some of the lines are like, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit, and also to um, let's see, yeah, that's a, that's really the only problems I have with it uh, is just that, and you know, my choice of who died and who lived could have been different, but you know what, <laughs> it's it's a movie, yeah. Um, like I would have liked to seen more of the puppeteer stuff. I think that Will would've cool. that would have yeah. been pretty cool, uh, but yeah, great movie. Very much so, yeah. So if um, if you're going to see a Freddy movie and you want to jump in the genre or if you haven't seen him in a while, I recommend start with this. Yeah. And then see number one. And then after that, you're on your own, buddy. Yeah. Or if you want to watch them, the order they were suggested would be one, three, and seven. So. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, with that, um, yeah. I think from all of us here at the Knife Party Podcast, I would like to say, you know, be kind and rewind. Oh, we got to uh, return those videotapes, right? We do, we do. All right, love you guys, bye. Oh, patreon.com slash knifepartypod for only $1. You can join the party.